Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Traders, Akil Stokes here. Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. If you guys are new, I'm a Forex trader. I'm also a trading coach over at tier1trading.com. I'm also a real estate investor and a track coach as well. And I'll tell you what, I'm feeling good today. Feeling good. Just finished a 30-minute high-intensity boxing workout on the heavy bag. First time I've been able to get through an entire session without taking a break or accidentally hitting that pause button. Uh, did a six mile run the other day as well under eight minute pace, which is good, which is good. I like to stay fit. I like to keep my mind and my body at a peak performance. And unfortunately, it's been kind of a, a weird year for me. I had the dislocated kneecap, the, the, the sprained MCL. I had the neck and back spasm. So it's been a while since my body has actually felt good. But enough about me, right? What I want to talk about today is about others and managing money for others, right? The other day on Instagram, I did a little ask me anything session on Instagram stories. And if you're not currently shamelessly following me all over social media, what are you doing? Come on, do it right now. Add a kill Stokes RTM on the Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I post a lot of great uh, content. It's great content. It's humorous content, right? Put one today about how I'm in love with putting bacon on my veggie burger. I feel wrong, but from a trading perspective, it's hedging. I, you know, I can't lose. It's the, the best of both worlds. Um, and a lot of other educational stuff as well. Make sure you follow Jason Greystone too. But I didn't ask me anything session on Instagram, and I, I got a lot of questions. Uh, the stories will be done by the time you guys hear this podcast. But a few of them came back uh, asking about, is it realistic to trade full time? Right. And there's a lot of people out there that promote trading as a get rich quick scheme. You know, you you, I got a message today. Let me actually read this message to you. This is going to be hilarious. Give me a second. Uh, This is the the cool thing about doing these live things. Um, Where is this guy trying to sell me something? What was it? Was it this guy? No, 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 no. Give me a second, guys. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. Let me just go through my stories. Boop, boop, boop. This guy said, enough of me talking, 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 blah, 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 Keel's greatest, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Here we go. Okay, he said, hello, friend. So sorry to infringe on your privacy. I had to drop a message. I would love to share my million-dollar binary strategy with you after I made continuous profit of $1,000 daily with an investment of $250 from binary option trading. I became confident to share my secret and also teach those that don't know about binary options. Notify me if you seem interested, right? 
and I put a little emoji of a bull and another emoji of a poop thing coming out of a certain section of the bull. But a lot of traders have these dreams and, and they fall into the trap of thinking, I can do $1,000 a day. I can be a full-time trader in my first year. And, and I thought the same thing, right? My story is, hey, make 20 pips a day and, and you know I'll be a millionaire in six years. I did the calculations, right? Math don't lie. Math don't lie. Unfortunately, um, as they get into trading, the, the harsh reality strikes them in the face that it's a little bit harder than it seems. Unfortunately, people do fall for these people that are selling them these magic systems and either A, they give them money and never hear from them again, they get scammed out of it, or B, they buy the system or whatever the magic pill is, they take it and they don't see the success that was promised and the person says, well, it must be your fault or market conditions change, blah, 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 blah. The point is, people eventually realize that the reality of trading and what you can expect from a, a realistic return is a lot smaller than what you would think. And, you know, I always tell people to do common sense, right? $1,000 a day off a $250 investment. So what, what that's, that's, uh, you're making 4% a day, right? 4% or 400, 4%, excuse me, 400% a day, if my math is correct. If it were that simple, don't you think there'd be a lot more successful traders? Don't you think a lot of us would be that more wealthy? Don't you think this guy would not be shooting messages to random people on social media, but uh, really managing money for the, the richest man in the world or something like that and probably charging a lot more for it? Yeah. Um, so the, the reality is that the, the returns you can get from trading are a lot lower. I'm not going to get into it. I've done a few podcasts on there. I always get feedback where it's like, Akio, that's not true. Hats off to you. If you can make 1,000% a year, go for it. I'm not here to hate, do you. I'm just telling people out there, be realistic about your returns. I'll tell you what, if you can average 30% a year in the market, you're doing great. If you can average 60% a year in the market, you're probably one of the best traders out there, just to put it in perspective. Um, because what people don't really take into account is, yeah, you can make 1,000% one day, but then lose everything and more the next day. And that's what typically happens. But once people get on this deal where they realize that, okay, well, maybe it's not realistic for me to take my $250 account and become a full-time trader in the first year, they start asking the question, well, how is it possible? And my answer to them is always, right, you have a skill, right? This is what we are supposed to go to school for, right? To, to learn a skill. This is what we go to trade school for. We intern uh, with, you know, mechanics or, or whoever it is to earn, to, to learn a skill. And the point of life is to learn different skills and then translate those skills into a way that can better our lives, a way that can bring us income, a way that we can help our families or whatever your ultimate goal is. And don't sleep on the skill of trading. Don't underestimate the skill of trading for you guys that may not be familiar with the don't sleep terminology, right? Don't underestimate the skill of trading because there's so many things you can do with it. And I encourage that you start a business, use that skill to, you know, many things. You can start a signal service, right? You can get hired by, by, by a, a prop firm, right? You can go on to start your own hedge fund. I'm working with a few traders right now who are doing that. Worked with one in the past who did. Um, you can go on to be an educator. You can go on to do, you know, a million different things. I had a good business meeting with a guy yesterday who's working on, I, I can't spill the beans on it, but an innovative way of teaching, a way that's going to help others become more successful as far as the learning process goes. Um, use that skill to do something like that. And that's how you start your business. And 
as I was answering these questions on Instagram, I kept getting more and more questions, more and more questions. Well, Keel, how do I attract uh, that big investor? That was the big one. How do I attract that big investor? Where do I find them at? And I'll tell you what, I know the, the days when to date myself now, right, seem old. The, the days are different now from when I used to do it. But I think this still holds true, right, just from my experience in the market. That big investor typically isn't out there trolling social media looking for someone that can manage their money. Um, when we're talking about big investor, we're talking about big, 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 big money, six figures, something like that. They're typically not out there. Now, social media is great. There are probably websites and forums out there that you can use to attract small investors. And I think that's the perfect way to get started. From someone who has had experience with managing money, the worst thing you can do is throw yourself in a position where you're basically managing a lot more money than you're used to um, with no experience before that because it is a completely different psychological game. It is, it is horrible. If you think trading your own money is like walking around with a, a bag of bricks on your back, trading someone else's money is like working, uh, walking around with the world on your back. It is a massive difference and you have to be 100% secure in what you're doing to be successful at it. So you can find small investors all over the place. I always tell traders that, hey, if you establish yourself as a consistently profitable uh, trader, people will throw money at you, right? I get money thrown at me at least once a week in email saying, hey, Akil, would you manage this? Hey, Akil, would you do this? Hey, Akil, I'll pay you this to do this signal service or I'll pay you this to promote this product, right? The money is out there. It's, this is a wonderful day and age we live in with social media where it's just, you know, if you establish a presence, a brand on social media, um, it is basically like a resume. And, it, and instead of mailing your resume off to other people, right, it, it's attracting people to you. Um, and you can do that with small money. You can do that to build a reputation. I think that's a great way to get started. But big money isn't necessarily hiding around the internet. Um, so the way you want to attract big money, at least in my experience of doing it, it's all about networking. It's all about connections. It's about who you know. It's about getting referrals, right? I don't know if any of you guys have ever done any, uh, you know, they call them multi-level marketing deals where you're, you're, you're selling something. And, and, and I used to do the Cutco, right? Cutco knives. I used to go around selling knives door to door. And what they told us was this, right? We go, we give our presentation. The most important thing wasn't the sale, but we try to get at least 10 names from the first the person we uh, presented to. That way we're building that relationship. Instead of making cold calls, we can say, hey, Dave, um, I just spoke with John, your friend John from blah, 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 blah. He told me that you may be interested, right? And it, it establishes that relationship. You may get a step in the door. And I did the same thing when I started my money management business, right? I was old school. I didn't go door to door, but I started writing down everyone I knew, right? I, I wanted to stay away from family purposely because, you know, family and, and business don't really mix too much. But I started thinking about past jobs I had. I, I started thinking about friends I had. I started talking about internships. And, and I started I started thinking about people that actually had means. So, you know, if your best friend is broke, don't do your best friend. Maybe do a, a practice presentation on it. But think about people that actually may have something and may have interest in having you invest your money. And what I essentially did was I created a presentation like anything else. I was a, a PR major in college. So I was used to doing presentations and um, uh, projects and stuff like that. So I created a presentation. I rehearsed it in the mirror, did all that fun stuff. Um, and then I started presenting to people and I presented to people and I, I kept, no, 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 no. But each and every time I presented to people at the end, I would ask for those referrals. I would say, hey, well, Steve, let me ask you this. I know you're not interested. That's fine. I appreciate you giving me the time to work on my presentation and, 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 and provide you information on blah, 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 blah. Um, let me ask you this. 
do you have any any friends or coworkers that you that, that might be interested? Um, doesn't mean they're, they're they're willing to. Just might be interested. If so, do you mind giving me their their number, their email address, whatever like that? And I would try to get you know references off of each person I talk to, and that way one potential client turns into ten potential clients, right? And you grow that list, and then you you call that list, you contact that list. Most of them say no, right? Ninety nine knows, but all it takes is one yes. All it takes is one yes, and you get that one yes, and that's your shot. That's your shot. It's very similar to um, a professional athlete that that gets on the court for the first time, right? There's I'm a 76ers fan, right? There's this guy, um, Jonah Bolden. He's a two-way player. He plays for the professional team, and he plays for kind of like their, they call it the G League. It's basically like their, their minor league team. And a few people got hurt on the Sixers, and guess what? Guess what? Guess who they called up? They said, hey, we need a body. Um, come on up and play a game. He came to this game. First quarter or first first half, he had like uh, like six rebounds, four points, had like four blocks. And this guy was just out there. He was the hungriest player on the court because he saw an opportunity. He may never get an opportunity again to play on the professional level. So he said, you know what? I am taking this opportunity and I am not going to mess it up. And what what you do when you do that is essentially you showcase your skills, right? So even if the, the 76ers don't sign him, right? He's got film that all the other teams on the league could look at. So if anyone needs a player, they can be like, hey, remember this guy that came in? Let's give him a shot. And it's the same thing with with doing good with your first opportunity, right? Typically, people with money, people with money that are going to let you manage money, um, they hang around people, other people with money that may be interested in making more money. That's typically we kind of hang around people that are similar to us, for better or for worse. What's the old thing? You are the... You are the sum of the five people you hang around, something like that, right? So if you're if you get the opportunity for this first client and you do well by them, there's a good chance that they're gonna tell their friends. They're gonna, hey, you know what? Yeah, guy, hey, what are you what are you doing to grow your money? Well, you know, I didn't do this IRA this year or this this blah blah blah. Um, there's this kid that said he can give me this much return, and you know, I, I threw him a couple a couple dollars, and a couple dollars, maybe like a hundred thousand or something like that. I threw him some teaser money, some tester money to see what he can do, and you know what? In his first year, he did 30%, right? That's a bigger that's a bigger return than I got on any other uh, any other investment. Blah 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 blah. So I'm gonna throw him a couple hundred thousand more this year, and you know, see what he can do with that. And then their friends like, oh really? Do you mind uh, you know sharing that information? And then maybe you get a call from that investor's friend, and now you have two clients, and then you have four clients, and then you have ten clients, and then you grow like that. So it's not really about hunting the big fish, right? It's it's about First of all, getting the opportunity, getting the experience with the small fish, right? Because there's a good chance you're going to mess up. You don't want to mess up with a lot of money. That's that's first and foremost. But you want to get the experience of, of dealing with other people's money. You want to get the, uh, the experience of talking to people when you're dealing with their money. It, that's a difficult kind of tightrope walk as well, right? Um, if, if, if you've had any experiences like me, your client may piss you off. And, and you don't want to piss your client off. But at the same time, you don't want to let him rule you. You want to stick to what you're doing and let, let him know you're the boss, but at the same time, not piss him off enough so he takes his money uh, back. So that's that's a kind of a difficult balance right there sometimes, but but you want to do that. Um, you want to get your feet wet. You want to continue to use your network. You want to take advantage of your opportunity. And again, if you just do the right thing, I'm a firm believer in that in life. Um, if you just do the right thing in life, if you just work hard on the right things for the, the right amount of time, right? Success happens. It's not a coincidence, right? You don't get lucky. Um, 
you don't have to worry about your future too much. If you just do the right things now in the present time, your future will really come alive the way you want it to. And the same thing with managing money. Establish your track record, do right, and you'll it'll be surprising how much the rest kind of just falls in line. Again, if you if you asked me years ago if I would be contacted every every day, at least every every week about people throwing money at me, um, I, I shoot, I I would have been doing backflips. Right, I wish I had this when I first got started. Um, but I did the right things. I did it the right way. Um, I've been fortunate enough to. I've not been fortunate enough. I got lucky on purpose, right? I I, I worked hard enough to become a successful trader. Um, yeah, I'm not interested in money management right now, but I know if I can ever, if I ever want to get back to it, um, it wouldn't be a problem because of all the hard work that I've done. So that's what you do, man. Just, uh, don't worry about the big fish yet. Worry about the small fish, get your feet wet, use your referrals, use your network. And when you get that opportunity, take full advantage of it.